Two out. The right hander kicks the liver. Zim swings and drives one to deep center field. Way back goes Bellinger to the warning track. Hi there, and welcome to a special post-game four edition of the Rashcast, Jake and John. I'm Jake. And I'm John. So, the Nationals uh, managed a split at home in the two games they played at Nats Park against the Dodgers. As you all know, they will head now to Los Angeles for Game 5, a matchup between Walker Bueller and Steven Strasburg, two likely top five or six NL Cy Young Award winner types. They will definitely get votes, both of them. Uh, so I guess we just, uh, a little recap of how we got here. Uh, game three, the Nationals were up 2-1 to one in the fifth inning after five one-run innings from Anibal Sanchez. Nine strikeouts, pitched the game of his life. Multiple beautiful butterfly change-ups that you know, had, had everyone very excited. Uh... The Nats got to their game plan. They pulled Sanchez at 85 pitches in the after five innings. They brought in Patrick Corbin to face a group of lefties, uh, Bellinger, Muncy, uh, four, five, and six in the order, and it did not go well. It went no. very, very, very poorly. As poorly yeah, as, when, as it was, went even worse than Scherzer's inning, I'd say against uh, the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Oh, no question about yeah. it. Scherzer allowed yeah. four runs. Uh, that was a seven-run inning. Seven. Yeah. And hear me out on this. It's greater than four. Well, thank you, Mr. Asshole. No, um, I'm, just, I'm just using math, John. This is, <laughs> well, a, data, anyway. this is a data-specific and data-heavy show. So. Yeah. But, you, I mean, looking back, that was 100% the right move by Davey to put Corbin in. Um, you know, Davey... Is, was very much, you know, he had a plan. Sanchez for five, Corbin for two, Doolittle and Hudson for one. And, you know, on paper that plan should have worked. Sanchez gave you those five, and then you bring in Corbin, who, you know, after that first inning um, in, on uh, game one, really settled down and looked good um, and pitched a really good outing. So, out of the bullpen, which Corbin has pitched out of the bullpen in the past before, but out of the bullpen, he really, really struggled. And it was just, ugh, when you're up 0-2 against Russell Martin, you yeah. should retire him. Well, frankly, the pitch to Martin, that Martin hit, was not a bad one. No. It was a slider down No, it was in. a slider below the zone. Yeah. The, the, pitch, the pitch that Kike Hernandez hit, that was a bad one. And then, yes. instead of letting Corbin face Muncie, uh, they pulled him for Wander Suero against Justin Turner. That's a very bad matchup for Suero because Turner is one of those few righties who likes it when the ball goes away from him. And Suero mm-hmm. is a cutter specialist. 
and uh, Turner got a cutter up, and he didn't miss it. It's a moonshot home run. In a series when when balls aren't really flying, that one flew. Because the ball's de-juiced. We'll talk about that because I want to talk about that because the ball's definitely de-juiced. Yeah, uh, which suggests that maybe MLB doesn't have the greatest idea what they're doing. But uh, moving on from that. Yeah. um, You know, one thing interesting about Sanchez's start, uh, start was it was so similar to the start he had against the Dodgers in July. Right. Where... Um, where he struggled in the first inning, right. then settled down, and he threw six perfect innings after that. Right. So, I mean, Sanchez did his, exactly his job. It was just the rest of the bullpen that... He got it through five. Uh, and, yep. and we say that bringing in Corbin, you know, that it should have worked. And I want to say that I don't know that it should have worked exactly. Uh, you know... We, we tend to down – I don't want to make it sound like we're downplaying how difficult it is to come out of relief on two days' rest uh, when you're a starting pitcher unaccustomed to that routine. It's very, very hard. It's, yeah. I mean, you know, Sean Doolittle said yesterday, these pitchers are not robots, and you need to appreciate that. And he's right. This is not yeah. an easy thing to do. However, that being said – it's absolutely the right thing to do because as big a risk as you're taking throwing starters off the routine, having them come back on short rest and pitch out of the bullpen, you're taking a bigger risk throwing anyone who is not too little or Hudson out of the next bullpen. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I don't know how sustainable this will be past this series. Uh, Worry about that when you get to it. I mean, I, exactly. I would just like to win a series at this point. I mean, I'm just so surprised we haven't used both yet or Voth. Um, it's he. There are signs of him being good as a possible bullpen piece, and we just don't know. And it's just surprising because he could be, you know. I mean, this is a tweet I think from I don't remember who said. I think it was Bob Commenter, uh, Chris Needham, uh, said this a few weeks ago or maybe a few days ago, where he said you don't want to be Mariano in the '96 bullpen. We're not knowing what you have with him. Now I'm not saying Voth is Mariano Rivera in '90s. Mariano Rivera. In 95, sorry. Uh, I'm not saying that both is Mariano Rivera, but you just might not know what you get in him. And if you don't try him, then you don't know. You can be excused and for not knowing that it was the 95, not 96 bullpen, considering you were not born for either of born. those teams. So, no. Uh, but, yeah, I, I don't know. The problem here is, yes, you could have thrown him in game three, Probably, I mean, so you can't bring him in mid-inning because he's not really a reliever. He's, he's a long no. guy. He needs to start innings. He might have been the right guy to face Turner in the sixth, except that, you know, he, he's not a, a short guy. Uh, he's not a mid-inning guy. He's, I mean, you don't know that. I mean, no one knows what he could do in the bullpen. That is we true. have seen him in the bullpen. But the reason that he didn't pitch – yesterday is because there was a concern that they might need him today. Uh, yeah, true. And they ended up not needing him because Max Scherzer gave this team exactly what they needed. But yes, you don't know that things are going to go to plan. And things have gone pretty much to plan this entire series. Uh, yeah. The Nats have, they've gotten six out of their, you know, they got six out of Corbin. They got six out of Strasburg. 
They got seven out of Scherzer tonight, and they got five, which is exactly what they wanted, out of Sanchez in game three. Uh, so things have gone pretty well in terms of the plan, but the plan is a very shaky plan. Uh, yeah. Seeing as the Nats have two relievers that, that are of any value at all. Uh, and trying... Remarkable. It's... It is a massive failure. It's a combination of Pennywise pound foolishness out of the Lerner family thinking that $2 million in luxury tax money was worth throwing away. No, not even that, though. And that had $7 million to spend where you could have added like Adam Modovino, as we've talked about before. Yes, I know. That's what I was about to say. It's It's a combination of that. And the fact that, you know, Mike Rizzo was given some money to fix the bullpen, and he spent it in the two worst possible places. He gave that oh. money to Kyle Bearclaw and Trevor Rosenthal. Yes. And, and neither of them are on the team else, now. And also everybody else in the bullpen regressed. And none of the homegrown guys came through. Suero took a yes. step back. Uh, Suero might have taken a step back because he was pitching literally every day, which... Amazingly, the human arm is not meant to do, but hold on. I'm getting a phone call from from Davy. Yeah, we're getting we're getting Suero up. Oh no! All right. Yeah, do you think he? Do you think there's like a bullpen mound on the chartered plane that he just has Suero warming up? Yeah, always. He has to constantly be ready. You never know we're gonna need him. Exactly right. Could be uh, like mid-flight. You know, you're out of peanuts on the airplane. All right, I'm getting Suero up in this situation. Exactly. Got to have someone to relieve uh-huh. the flight attendants. Exactly. Uh, but uh, continuing, I don't really remember what we were talking about. But, we were talking about the bad bullpen that we have. Right. It's a terrible plan. It, yes. It's just the, the Nats plan right now, using starters to bridge the gap, is not something that you should emulate. This is not no. reinventing baseball. I've seen some criticism of it. They're not reinventing baseball. <laughs> they're doing in, their damn best. They're doing – this is – I mean, you can talk about... This is the only option. Right. You can talk about failures of personnel, but in terms of management, this is exactly how you have to manage this team. And whether it works or doesn't, I mean, that's nothing to get mad at Davey Martinez about. It's just... No. It's the failures of management and ownership, and uh, I mean, I guess you can blame Davey as well, to develop more than two good relievers. For this team, yeah. Uh, uh, so that's uh, so let's move on to tonight's game because tonight's right, game was more it's, fun. It's much happier. Yes. So hey, Zim, yeah, and also Max, Max and Zim and I, Rendon and Rendon. Rendon had three RBIs today. Uh, yeah, well, like good contact. That two of those balls would have been out two weeks ago. Right before they. I mean, the truth is they do manufacture the playoff balls and the regular season balls separately. So yeah. it's possible that they fixed whatever was the issue with the baseballs before the playoffs started, and these are a new batch of baseballs. It's possible. Yeah, but that's not, that's not fair. You can't just right. change the rules. That's, I mean, it is so hard to be a GM right now. I mean, they said at one point, Manfred said that he was going to announce if he changed the baseballs, any changes to the baseballs would be announced so that GMs would have certainty so that players would know if a ball was going out off the bat or not. And then they just 
They swap out the baseballs mid-playoffs. It's just insane. But regardless, uh, Max Scherzer came out, knew that he needed to throw seven innings, no matter how he got there, and God damn it, he did the thing. Yes, he did. Uh, and the thing he that I certainly did, he shoved. I the thing I found so fascinating is it almost seemed like he completely changed his approach in the first four or so innings. It was very unmax like. He was trying to keep his pitch count down. He knows how good Dodger hitters are at fighting to stay in at bats. So he was trying. At least it looked like this. I mean, it's hard to obviously know for sure, but it. It looked like he was trying to pitch to contact, trying to get outs as quickly as he could so that he'd have pitches in reserve for the later innings. And it worked. I mean, he was at yeah. 52 pitches through four, and he got through seven, which is exactly what they needed out of him. Mm-hmm. I think he had, yeah, he did, he, he he had, had one strikeout. To get through seven. He had one strikeout through the first three innings. He like, mm-hmm. I think the only swing and miss he had for the first two innings was off the pitcher. He had, he had two swing and misses in the first two innings. I counted this because I was interested. Yeah, and one, uh, of, one of them was the pitcher. I mean, it one was, of them was the pitcher. The other one, I think, was to Peterson, I think, or one of the first two batters. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, he but he really dialed it up. I mean, when, when I saw him throw his first pitch at 95, I felt like, okay, this isn't over amped max. This is normal max. Um, you know, in the first inning though, he wasn't locating as well. You know, especially to that pitch to Turner, um, he was kind of leaving the ball over the plate a bit. But he really figured out his. You know, he settled in, and you know, I I think it can't be overstated what that one inning in game two might have done for him, because you know, I think it was Doolittle who said this after the game that this is the most calm he's ever seen Max in a postseason game. And I think just kind of finding your rhythm and finding your breath for Scherzer is huge for him because his game is mostly mental. Well, I mean, not mostly, but his game is very much a mental game, especially when he gets overamped. So him being able to find his breath and find his rhythm, you know, was very apparent tonight. And I think he found that in game two. The problem with Scherzer in the postseason is Scherzer plays every single game at 110%. He's the most intense pitcher I've ever seen. I mean, he's the most intense pitcher this side of Bob Gibson. Uh, mm-hmm. But there is no, you know, extra gear for a guy like that. There's nothing beyond. He's already giving 110% every start. If you ask him to give 120%, he's not going to be able to get his emotions in check. He's not. There's no improved gear for him. So he needs to be able to dial it down to the intensity. It's still intense. Still insanely intense, but the intensity of a regular season start. Uh, and he managed mm-hmm. to really do that so impressively today. I mean, 95 to 97 with the fastball. He did a much better job second and third time through locating. And then in the seventh inning with the bases loaded with Chris Taylor up, the outside of the at-bat to Smith, uh, where he walked Smith on – Five pitches, yeah. four of which he pulled out of the zone. He was under command that entire inning. The Dodgers were just yeah. putting really good at-bats together. 
When you look at Taylor, yes. Taylor took especially Taylor, yeah. Taylor, Taylor took an O two changeup that I swung at from my apartment, and he took a a two two slider that yeah. was a I mean exactly where Max wanted it, and Scherzer just and kept Max... fighting. He threw sliders in the zone until he finally got to got Taylor to swing over one. Yeah. I mean, and I'd probably have taken Max out after that, but, you know, he, he got it. So, uh, I, mean, I came, thought David was being a little too cute there. Uh, came within six evening. inches of blowing it. Or not blowing it, but giving up a three-run double to Peterson. Yep, not even six inches. So, here's what Davey was thinking, apart from the obvious Max Scherzer is my ace. If you bring in Doolittle in that situation, they're going to pinch hit. For Peterson. Yeah. They're not going to let Peterson go left on left It'd be there. Kike. Right. And Kike Hernandez. So would you rather Peterson against Scherzer or Kike against Doolittle? Exactly. Uh, and I yeah. think you can make the reasonable argument that you would rather have Scherzer against Jock Peterson. Uh, mm-hmm. And it worked. So, I mean, you can, yeah. you can second guess it, but either decision brought its own challenges. Uh, and this one worked. So... I'm not gonna not gonna harp on Davey for that. No, uh, no, I don't. I mean, you're probably right. Um, and then Doolittle, you know, Doolittle gave up that 410 foot fly out that's out two hours earlier in the night. Pitch into the ballpark, baby. Yep. Um, but you know, he looked fine. Hudson gave up that single, but he looked good. And so, and you know, let's talk about a little bit about the biggest hit of the night. Uh, Ryan Zimmerman. Uh, you know, that was. That was great. That was, that was, it's it's so great to see Zim still performing. I don't know, you know, it just warms the cackles of your heart to see, you know, it's, a guy who I grew up, you know, I grew up with. You grew up with, you know, us youngins. Um, you were and see him still performing. Seven years old when he was drafted, and eight years old when yep. he made his debut. Which yep. just it's insane to think about. Uh, yeah, it is. That he is now. Tied with Adam Wainwright as the second longest tenured for one team. Also, uh, also funny, um, funny thing. Another person who had a big, uh, big day today was Yaddy. Right, uh, that's true. He had the walk up. He's the first. So yeah, it was a, a big day for. Yeah, that's so funny. It a, a, yeah, actually, I was honestly, that it's been a huge week for. Guys like that, guys who spent their entire careers with one team. Well, Wayno also had a great start. Right. Wayne Wright went seven and two thirds innings, 120 pitches, which looked yeah. insane until the Cardinals' bullpen blew it. Yep. But uh, Joe Maurer threw out the first pitch tonight at the Twins game. Yeah, but that so game's he's not doing going great. Well. At least he's alive, not concussed. Yeah. <laughs> so that's nice. That's nice. But. Um, what was just amazing about that Zimmerman at bat is it was not a good matchup for him at all. Oh, God, no. No, going into the matchup, uh, Zimmerman was 0 for 4 with three strikeouts against Bias. And even, you know, ignoring the small sample size stuff there, hard-throwing hard righty with a good slider is the exact kind of guy you don't want Zimmerman to face. I, today, well, yeah, uh, you uh, on Twitter said that they... Like an idiot... Maybe should have pinched it with a Dribble Cabrera. <laughs> I thought it was a defensive. You weren't the only move. one. I, I got a text also asking if we should pinch it with Ascab. 
And I said, probably not. And, <laughs> I mean, I just, Zimmerman got on top of a high fastball. The wind was cutting, it was blowing in. He hit it so yeah. high, I have no idea how it got out. And it was, yep. I mean, right up over that little guardrail keeping the berm. From, I mean, it was just, it was a beautiful, majestic, soaring shot. And, it, I mean, he was just so excited about it. Wasn't wasn't too terribly far off from his uh, 2008 walk-off. That's true. And oddly enough, uh, Peter Moylan said, <laughs> yeah. Tweeted about it. Peter Moylan, who gave up that home run in 2008, tweeted about how... Uh, yeah, how he had known how that felt. And the funny thing was that uh, Zimmerman. Jeffrey Core is also in the booth. <laughs> yep. He was in right field for that game. Uh, yeah, he was talking about that yesterday. Paul LaDuca tweeted about it. And th- we're talking about Man. this is 11 years ago. Almost everyone from that game. Actually, you know, I'd, I'd want to check that out. I don't know who from that game is still playing. I think Moylan might have been the last guy other than Zimmerman. Uh, uh but yeah, that was. I mean, again, you know, this is. It's always just so great when Zim does something great for this team. Like, it feels so much more special than. I mean, when Soto hit the walk, like the game winner, that was great too. But I don't know. There's something just so great about when Zim does it. He's been here so long. I mean, yeah. He was. He enjoyed the peak of this career. I mean, like, this team has been good and competitive for eight years which is a long time in baseball. And the fact that Ryan Zimmerman enjoyed his peak even before that, and he is still producing, is just, it's incredible. Oh, and by the way... Okay, so the, one of the other player who was on the... the, uh, the one of them still is playing still, right now? Yeah, still playing, in fact, like, I mean, he played today. Today, yeah. Brian McCann. Brian McCann. Martin Prado is still active, although he may retire at the end of this year. Yeah, he uh, probably will. And then on the national side, there is no one. Except Ryan Zimmerman. Just Ryan Zimmerman. Yes. Uh, it's just, I mean, that might have been, not that, but the uh, the bloop single he hit off Dustin May today in the seventh mm-hmm. inning. I, I don't think it's likely at this point. I can't imagine a situation now where Zimmerman doesn't re-sign with the Nats. But, I mean, yeah. he's not under contract for next year. And you do have to reckon with the fact that that might be the last hit that he ever gets in an Nats uniform. And that's, I mean, it's, none I, of I us, think he's back. None of us have ever known a team, a Nationals team, that didn't have Ryan Zimmerman on it. Which, yeah. it's just so cool. Because, you know, there are lots of drawbacks to having a team with a short history. The Nats, you know, have been alive and around. Basically, no one who is really sentient and a big sentient baseball fan at this point has known an existence where the Nats were around for their entire life. That's not true. Okay, we're talking 15-year-olds, 14-year-olds. So, yeah, yeah. There, there are baseball yeah. fans. But the point is that basically every Nats fan has the entire history of the team in their living memory is what I'm trying to say. And that's, that's, that yes. has its drawbacks. You know, it, it, the team doesn't have the same kind of longstanding fan base of you know, more entrenched teams. 
you know, in D.C., it's still the city is still more of an event town. It's hard to. You know, the, the crowd is not the same kind of rowdy, insane, intense in on every pitch crowd. Although they've I been, don't know this. This postseason has been pretty great. They've been fantastic. Even tonight playoffs. with the the rain, you know, the rain coming and the metro, you know, to creating a smaller crowd, it was still very loud. Oh yeah, it's still very yeah. I mean, you know, you, you can't fault the Nets didn't sell out today, but with the rain, with the way last night's game ended, I don't think you can blame anyone. But no, I mean, it's just the where I was going with this was. That, you know, it has its drawbacks, but the cool thing is that we've been around for all of Nat's history, and we have a player who's been around for all of Nat's history, and, it, and it's like Brian Zimmerman is a marker of the time and sort of a way to hold on to that entirety of Nat's history, and it's going to be it's going to mm-hmm. be different when he's gone. Well, I don't think he's leaving next year's. So I think he'll be back. Yeah, I'm. So I'm not. I mean. There's no plan behind besides him, so I don't I don't see him gone. I mean, there are just there's so many guys. I can't imagine Strasburg not being on this team. I I don't think he leaves. Uh, I don't think he leaves. I we'll talk about this when the season right. Ends. We don't have to. I mean, um, I was thinking about this today. We still have more baseball. We have one more game, but it's possible yeah. that a whole bunch of guys who've been integral to the Nats for a long time have just played their last game at Nats Park, and I I mean I don't want to think about that because. The Nats do. Let's be happy, okay? They have. People aren't going to come back and listen to this episode. What's that? Right. If we people if we make people yeah. sad, no one will listen. And this is exactly. this is service podcasting. This is why we only record after wins. Right. Uh, Johnny texted me <laughs> in the sixth inning last night, asking me if I wanted to record after Game Three if the Nats won. And then immediately after that, everything went to shit. So. No, I texted you in the fifth inning. Well, that doesn't that doesn't acquit you, John. It wasn't a, it wasn't the immediacy though. The point is, you texted me, and then everything went to shit. You can't deny that. Mo- well, sure, a lot of people texted you, and then it went to shit. Well, so. I mean, yeah, people have been texting Just me about anything since 2012. So I guess it's all there. Actually, exactly, you know what? So. You have been texting me since 2012. So uh, whose fault is it? Anyway, uh oh. Yeah, let's look forward I don't wanna, to Game Five, where we right. have I don't want to bum anyone Miller. out because the Nats have a very legitimate shot at winning this thing. We have we have throwing for us, arguably the the best. I mean, statistically the second best postseason starter by ERA, uh, minimum four starts, career oh six four ERA, uh, which is very very great and. Yeah, Strasburg looked great. Um, game two, he'll be pitching on full rest this time, so he won't. I don't think he'll have the same, you know, uh, right. issues with length as he did the last time. Um, By the way, to put that 064 need. postseason need. ERA in perspective, Mariano Rivera, uh, who is arguably considered the greatest postseason pitcher of all time, his postseason ERA, 070. Well, how many more innings? More. But still. Yeah. But still. Sure. Um, so, you know, the Nats have to be feeling, like, pretty good because you need a starter who can give you length. 
in order to win these games, and that's exactly who Strasburg is. And if Strasburg comes out and pitches the game like he had in game two, you know, with a little bit more, you know, energy in his arm, then you have to feel like the Nats only have to get one or two runs against um, Bueller and Kershaw, who are probably going to pitch both on yeah. game five. I mean, the Nats will have... The problem here is now the Nats don't have anyone behind Strasburg. Well... No, Scherzer can't go. Uh, I wouldn't want to throw him. He said to I can he imagine. Said post-game, I mean, his yeah. arm is dead. But, I'm not risking it. So what other? I'm not if, risking. If Strasburg at some point, like his long term, can't. Health. I mean, I don't anticipate this happening, but the Nats winning is contingent on Steven Strasburg going at least six, but probably seven innings. Uh, they have no backup plan. There's nothing else that they can mm-hmm. do. I guess. I guess Anibal Sanchez for two innings would be nope. the other plan. There but really isn't. It's. You, you need to play your game, and if so far it's worked for the Nats when game, they play their need, game. Their starters have gone really deep. Yeah. It means the starters shove it. That hit. I mean, the starters, yeah. I mean, our starting pitching has been great this whole series. Yep. They've given uh, up three And then runs. everyone who is not named Scherzer. Everyone who is not named. Four runs, sorry. Four runs. Scherzer or Hudson or Doolittle has given up. How many runs in relief? Can't be a good number. Uh, no. See, it was nine yesterday, uh, five, and No, nine, four, one. and one. So No, because we're not uh, counting uh, Doolittle. It's nine and four. So it's thir- 13 runs. No, no. Oh, yeah, it's nine, four, and one. Nine That's true. No, 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 because we're not counting Doolittle's runs. 14. Two. Right, nine and four. No one gave up yeah. a run today. Yeah. All right. Can... Nonetheless, uh, so the Nats, the Nats have to stick to their there's, their game plan. There's only one way that they just win this. Have Strasburg pitch yeah. seven innings. Strasburg and that's their game show. plan. I mean, exactly. The Nats have faced Walker Buehler mm-hmm. three times this year. Twice they haven't scored a run off. Once, they hit him pretty hard. There's not going to be... They got to him, really got to him, in the sixth inning of his last start, or the start where they got to him. Uh, and he's not going to... If if he's struggling, if he's on the rocks, he will not be allowed to pitch that sixth inning. So the, the way that you get to him here, you've got to get to him early. And, I mean, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Nats haven't really shown any ability to do that much. The Nats are still... I mean, you want to fault the Nats no. hitting. The Dodgers have very good starting pitching. They do. And, and yeah, they have like that, some good relievers, too. I mean, they say the Dodgers have a bad bullpen, but arguably, you know, all those guys are 100 times well, better yeah. than... Anyone past Doolittle or Hudson? I mean, the Nets. The Nets have so, looked overmatched at times. They looked, they've looked out scouted at times. Especially, this is on defense. But with David Freeze's uh, pinch single yesterday, they looked out scouted, out of position. But mm-hmm. I mean, 
They've gotten it to a tied series. They've gotten it to a fifth game against a team that is pretty clearly better than them. You can't you can't really ask for any more than that. And their their yeah. stars have done exactly what you would hope or expect that they would do. Yeah, I mean Soto come up has come up with big hits um, uh, when he needs them. Right. I mean this is a tough series for Soto facing so many lefties, and he had a home run for you. He he went two for three last night. Um, tonight Rendon took took a big step in making just a lot of hard good contact tonight. Um, so you know you can't you know the biggest right. hole in the lineup has been by far the catching. But everyone else has, has has had their moment this series. Kendrick has had several big, a big hit or a good hit. Nobody else. Two hits tonight, um, and then you've had and he had an RBI hit in game two. Um, so he's you know he's had some timely hits. Uh, you know Cabrera for his bad base running and poor approach has two RBI with an, and an RBI single. Um, but so it's, it's, they've done just enough to get where they needed to be. Um, and you hope that maybe just, just enough will get them past the Dodgers. And it really arguably might be, they're lined up perfect. They're lined up where they need to be. And if you had told me at the beginning of the series, this is how the series would have gone. That's the thing that scares me. This has gone exactly to script. Uh, I mean, I expected the Nets to win games two and game four. Uh As they have done, whatever game Scherzer started, well, whatever, whatever game, game Scherzer started. started, and I expected them to lose the other two, and I expected the mm-hmm. bullpen not named Doolittle and Hudson to pitch terribly, and I, ex- yep, and I mean, and that's exactly what's happened. I mean, nothing. This team is literally what it is. There on, have been what absolutely you see is what you no get. surprises. There's nothing deeper about it for the Nats, which I guess is a good sign nope. because. It means that if everything goes as it has, then, I mean, I don't know. And Strasburg and Bueller will both shove. I mean, this team has been able to overcome. This team has been able to That's overcome true. bad bullpen for 110 games this season. Uh, so you know, again, if this series goes exactly as you hope it does, and then then yep. you know this uh, is the team that you're gonna have. I don't know how they manage to if they win. Wednesday, I don't know how they managed to keep going because this really does feel unsustainable. Uh, having two relievers you can pitch. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like a deep I, into October strategy, but. I, no, but you worry about that. I mean, what is a deep in October strategy is your starters giving you innings. And so far we've had six. Uh, right. Six. Five and seven, which is what you need. So an average of six innings a start, then you know ideally, you know you only yep. need three. Relievers. I mean that's. Well, they don't have three relievers. Is the problem? Well, they might have I don't, they tried I mean, golf. You're in not going to try it in game five. No, not in game five, unless you know. If Strasburg gives you three innings, innings you're going to lose. The what the hell do we do button. Basically, the only way you win this game is (laughs) if Strasburg goes out and does what he's capable of. So hopefully that happens. Yep. Um, 
Just one more question before we go. Uh, who do you start on uh, Wednesday? Kirsch, uh, Kendrick? Cabrera. Uh, and Kendrick, Zimmerman, or Cabrera? Who's your choice against Bueller? Yeah, I agree. I think, you know, Kendrick mm-hmm. can still be that guy off the bench. He's your first guy off the bench. But Zimmerman, you know, I, I'd rather have Zimmerman, one, for his defense in a big game. And two, he's put up good at-bats pretty much, you know, he's not great at that. I mean, there was that one pop-up with the bases loaded in last night's game. But uh, he's put up good enough at-bats. He's made good contact so far. And even when he hasn't made good contact, it's fallen in. So I just like Zimmerman against... You Bueller. roll with the guy who's uh, brought you as more. a franchise this and far. That... I just, you, you can't really go wrong playing Zimmerman in yeah. that spot. No. Exactly. Right. And Cabrera, and the only because problem he's a switch hitter against you've the got right. a whole bunch of right-handed hitters on the bench. But, you know, interestingly, we haven't seen Matt Adams at all this series. Nope. Well, I mean, there I hasn't been an right. opportunity for him. I, I don't know. Uh, that... No, I mean, Parra's only had one at bat. Parra's been the only lefty off the bench so far. I mean, only at the two. Well, I... He's at two. Oh, he I guess I turned one. it off by that. Yep. Yeah, I see. It was in well, the, I mean, the bad parts of the game. We really hope that yeah. we'll be coming to you on Thursday with happy news. If not... Uh, the plan is mm. Sunday. We'll do yeah. our season wrap up. Uh, we hope that we can forestall that uh-huh. a little bit longer. The Nats, like we said, they're set up. They could well yeah. win this game and move on for the first time in team history to the NLCS. We have. Yeah, after... I feel like we've seen this show before. I fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame well, on me. Fool me three times, I don't even yeah, know. It's been a lot Fool of Fool me four times. I mean, in, 20, in 2017 and 2012, <laughs> I'm very gullible. the Nats had Gio Gonzalez on the mound. And he's, well, he's not busy What's he anymore. doing? Can we sign him? Uh, in 2014, they had Gio Gonzalez on the mound. Gio Gonzalez has started three of this team's, well, I mean, that doesn't really count because it wasn't a winner-take-all game. But Gio Gonzalez was on in 12 and 17. Yeah, and in 16, the one that you kick yourself about, the Nats had Max Scherzer going up against the bullpen game. Same situation they had tonight, and they couldn't capitalize. Uh, I mean, and Scherzer gave up mm-hmm. one run in six innings then, one run in seven innings tonight. That's the one you kick yourself over. But, I mean, it's the same situation just- today. They've got... It's on the road, which is different, but they've got their most reliable postseason starting pitcher going up in a winner-take-all game, and I don't think you can ask for more than that. Nope. I yep. think we're as well All situated right. as we ever could be. So on that note, we will see you Go maybe team. Thursday. All right. Go team.